0: Welcome to Character Development. This is your host, Daniel Elias. I won't say my last name. Today's guest is Kincaid McLaren. She is a photographer originally from the Boston area, currently operating in Rhode Island. Um, she got her start transitioning into, into photography, transitioning from high school to college. We talk about a lot of the, the shady characters and interesting environments she encountered in her journey to officially starting her business after graduating college. Um, And we just get into what she's been doing in terms of photo books and event planning um, and all her goals and overall mission as a a photographer, as an entrepreneur. Um, Make sure y'all check out the full episode. Of course, help us out on the YouTubes with the likes, subs, and the comments. If you're on the podcast feed, you make sure you leave a rating at the end of the day. Share the wealth.
1: Woo, woo, woo. Hey. All
0: right. What it do? Welcome to Character Development. I'm Daniel Elias. Today, I'm here with Kincaid McLaren. Um, Who are you? What do you do?
1: Oh, so I literally just came up with this little tagline for myself. All right. I call myself, no, that's so corny. You call yourself? (laughs) I was going to say Black Woman Visualizer.
0: Black Woman Visualizer? Yeah, I just came up with that. Not okay. too long ago. You to trademark that quick.
1: I will. Yeah. I will. <laughs> um, but no, I'm Kincaid McLaren. Um, by profession, I'm a photographer, a little bit of a videographer, kind of not really. I'm um, a daughter, I'm a sister, a friend. That's crazy. Um, a girlfriend. Um, I hope I'm a role model. I think I'm a role model, even though my brothers don't like to admit it. Uh, um, but I'm a role model. Um,
0: yeah. You know, I, I've asked that question multiple times and no one has ever so far no one has given me the full I'm a daughter, da, da 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 da. So that was that was actually refreshing and sweet. Um so my first question was what problem is your business trying to solve?
1: Um so originally and this is like throughout my mantra, my motto, whatever you want to call it, um, making sure that black and brown women have a safe place to go to, a safe photographer to work with. Um, I realized that throughout the years, a lot of my subjects and a lot of people that I resonated with were black women. Ob- like Some people like, obviously you're a black woman yourself, which is like, okay. But <laughs> I didn't realize. Um,
0: there was another layer to it you didn't expect.
1: Exactly. And um, as time went on, like the common theme was <clears throat> black and brown women saying, you know, I feel really comfortable here or I feel really comfortable working with you because there wasn't always a here. Like there was no, it wasn't always a physical.
0: You didn't always studio. have the studio space. It, exactly. That you have volunteered for this episode. <laughs> <thankfully>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. There, it wasn't always a physical place, but it was just like, just thank you. For you know, being a photographer, and I'm just like, what? Like, who are you guys dealing with yeah. before? And I'm not gonna get on here and drag anyone in particular or drag any group of people, but as time went on, I realized that, you know, the problem that I am solving and I will continue to try and solve is how can we um, make photography comfortable for Black and Brown women. And then as I got here, I realized another problem that myself and this studio space physically is trying to solve is how do we make photography accessible to everybody, but also accessible to the black and brown community. Um, moving to Providence, I don't want to call it strategic, but it was necessary for my personal growth and my creative growth Um, and there's a lot of creative things going on in this city but there's more that needs to be done that doesn't involve partying and drinking Um, yeah and I feel like I'm adding to that solution
0: you feel like you're you're contributing to you're you're contributing to something here yeah okay what is that something exactly could you articulate that
1: so um recently I think Nah, I think it started in October. It technically started in November of last year. 2022? 2021. Me. 2021, all right. It's two years ago. Um, I did a photo shoot. I did a, like an event. I um, co sponsored, I guess you'll call it, with Eliana, where we raised hair products for a group um, of girls that went to Gilbert, Gilbert Stewart Middle School on the west side. Um, So essentially people would come in, donate their products or donate a specific amount of money, get some pictures, and in return I'd be delivering those products to um, the group of black and brown women. So that was the first event that went on. And then later I was just like, you know, I really want to do more events. I want to do more events that are catered around photography. I don't want to just have this be an event space because it's not. It's a photography studio um but how do we do it so photographers have this meetup type of thing where you come and other photographers will network with models and models will come and network with photographers and I've done that with my friend Leana. um but I was still just like more <laughs> how can we do more
0: unsatisfied
1: right not not so much unsatisfied unsatiated but just like, yeah just like like how can we get more people involved yeah. and not and not have it feel like, oh, it's just for models or it's just for photographers? Like how do we how do I look at some random person on the street and be like, yeah, this is a space for you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So in October I did an event called Day One and that was essentially a photo meetup meetup on steroids. <laughs> a
0: photo meetup on steroids. Yes.
1: So essentially I had a the theme was back to school kind of dressing as if it was your first day going first day um back back in school i had two photographers myself and filmed by gutta out of boston and we were here had three different setups taking pictures of like 50 plus individuals Mm -hmm. and so when you came you got some drinks you got some food you enjoyed music um and you walked out of here with at minimum five pictures at a very very low cost Mm -hmm. so that was the start of making photography accessible okay
0: damn all right i mean i i am curious as to why you know um women of color black women felt uncomfortable but i'm i do want to stay on this note um what do you think the pictures are doing for people you know what I mean? When they when they come to this event and they walk home with a picture, or with five pictures, mm-hmm. like what is the benefit and what is the value for the individual?
1: Um, I'll say for the second event, um, the value was turned up a notch. The second event was going natural, and that was specifically for black and brown individuals to feel comfortable in their skin and feel comfortable in their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had a couple of people... Simply just say, I don't get in front of the camera. That's not my thing. You all provided a safe space. Um, you all made me feel beautiful, feel comfortable. And these, right? and these pictures are bomb. And these pictures are bomb. So, like, yeah, you know, you're getting a picture. You yeah. might see value in that. You might not. But the feeling and the experience, that's the value you walk out of here with.
0: All right. So I guess my question was even more like, yeah, I get that. My question is a little more deeper in okay. that um, I have a picture of myself in my hands.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, what's happening right there between me and this like externalized version of myself? You know what I'm saying? And maybe this is actually an art question, too. Mm. Um, how do you feel in general, you know, art and photography, um, like, you know, addresses our you know, emotional or, like, philosophical, like, well-being and stuff like that. Because it's, it's weird. You know, I'm having a weird time. <laughs> like, I'm an introvert, and I'm over here doing a podcast, like, mm-hmm. on camera and mm-hmm. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but I, I'm, I'm finding, I am mean, I'm experiencing something new, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, what do you think about that? What do you, what's your take?
1: So, are you saying, like, m- how do models experience, or just anyone... Um, yeah,
0: like you as the photographer, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? What do you feel is, is going on between the person and the camera?
1: Oof. Um, honestly, well, I, I'll take this from a standpoint with myself because mm-hmm. I've had stepped in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. My main question is am I doing this right? Like,
0: okay. like
1: it, it, this thing of posing and this thing of modeling, this thing of being a subject. Like, am I doing awkward. it right? Like, am I yeah, doing yeah. it correctly? Can I trust the person behind that camera to not make me look foolish? foolish? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so when I think of it, I think it's like a matter of trust and um, again goes back to this comfortability word a matter of comfort yeah um, a matter of belonging but it, it it's a lot so for me um, at first it's awkward yeah um, but then you have to do it a couple more times so I think with an event that I've been hosting
0: mm-hmm. you
1: only have like five ten minutes to feel awkward and then get comfortable <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. how as a photographer can I make that experience, Yeah. like, how can I make that experience better for you?
0: That's mad. That's mad cool. I, mean, I never thought about it. You don't think about the fact you feel awkward. You know what I mean? You just feel awkward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nah, that's a good point. What do you feel? How do you feel that? I'm going to go off script multiple times. That's okay. I hope you know. Because <laughs> um, we live in a digital age. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was it as was it as easy to be uh, easy is a weird word to use here to be a successful photographer, you know, in the '90s when we didn't have Facebook, or Instagram, and stuff like that. Um, I don't know the answer to that question. Mm. And that's not really the point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My my question is, what is your relationship to the internet and social media and like almost like brand building and stuff like that?
1: Who, I. I think last, not I think, last year, last April, I had this, like, I don't even want to call it a crisis, but it was just like a, oh my God, like, how do you operate if the internet didn't work? Yeah. And so, um, as someone, as someone who needs, like, social media and, like, the digital landscape in order to propel the business, you gotta learn how to market. You gotta learn how to use these tools. But also, if those things didn't exist, how are you as a person? Do you know how to network? Do you know how to talk? Do You, you know what I'm saying? Do you know how to build relationships? So last April, I think um, I was just kind of over it, just over-creating for Instagram, over like, okay, yeah, take this nice picture and see if this matches the trend now. I know that that's how you kind of make your money in this you know what I'm saying like you gotta be on trend you gotta do this you gotta gotta follow the analytics yeah you have to but also like if you're just creating for Instagram or just creating for social media how are you like how do you feel as a person like how is this fulfilling you so that's when I was just like there has to be other ways for people to connect with my art, connect with my work, connect with me outside of social media. Yeah, yeah. So which is what I've been trying to work on.
0: So did you feel at the time that like the content you were putting out just wasn't vibing with how you felt?
1: I think my con- like my content's always been good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it gets better. And some 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 people are like oh that doesn't hit, but um, as
0: as a as a fellow crafts person, <laughs> I understand the the other people say it's good, but you as the person who created it yeah. and who created it a thousand times, like yeah. multiple times, and you know, you know, you know when it's like fully
1: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think at some point I was like, this is not hitting the way like, that I wanted to, and I feel it. like the message wasn't connecting with people. Mm-hmm. So as a way to get the, because I'm storyteller first, Mm -hmm. photographer second. Ah. So if you're not getting the message, I didn't do my job as a photographer correctly. So I kind of have to take a step back Mm -hmm. and say to myself, all right, so for each project you're going to approach, is it a storytelling or is it just visuals? Like, are you just trying to get some likes or are you trying to get people to start a conversation? Yeah. And... um. Right now, I'm working on the conversational side.
0: On the conversational side. Is that what you're working on with your podcast, sort of? A little bit? No?
1: A little bit. Yeah. So, because we haven't even um, added in visuals at all. Um, But, like, the conversation side, my podcast is, again, rooted in mental illness. But we want more people to start talking about it.
0: To start talking more about mental health and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm hoping it gets there.
0: All right, all right. Um, I can move forward or I can go backwards? Which one you want me to do?
1: Either way, you can go backwards.
0: What is what is it about the current um, state of photography? Or what did what did people tell you about their photography experience that you felt like um, you could make better? You know what I mean? What were parts about it? Like, you said uncomfortable or comfortable, yeah. but what? Um, what makes something? What makes a, an experience in that, in the context of photography, comfortable or uncomfortable?
1: So, do you want like the model experience or the photographer experience?
0: Let's go with the photographer experience, okay. cause you know what I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming you go storyteller, photographer, then model. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I don't. Model is not on my recipe. Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah.
1: like, if I were working with other models, I would say the photography spirit, um, experience. Have you had
0: models make you uncomfortable?
1: No. uh, Models would say that other photographers would make them uncomfortable. okay. Right. So, which is why I was like, anyone who walks through my door, anyone who works with me needs to feel 100% comfortable. Uh,
0: And what are the parameters of that comfort?
1: For, like, with me?
0: What are the parameters of discomfort, I guess, for for the models, I guess?
1: So, um, uh, they would work with creeps. Red flag. Disguise. Peep
0: these red flags, my friends.
1: Right. So men disguise, like creeps in disguise. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, I got stories. But um, yeah, so the concept would be one thing. But then you get there and they're like, oh, I think you should do this. I think you should do that. A
0: suggestibility, something like that.
1: Yeah, and so, which is why, I don't know if you would hear about it, but which is why there's recommendations on if you are a woman, if you're a model and you identify as a woman, and you're working with someone who identifies as a man, bring somebody with you. Mm -hmm. Um, Stay clear of nudity and bikini type of work. Um, if you haven't vetted that photographer thoroughly, so there'd be instances where again they'd walk into a situation, think it's one thing, and then it's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, that's that's the pretty much the root of the
0: uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Comfort. So that makes
0: sense. That makes sense.
1: Um, so my practices, I I don't really do. Much nudity. I think I've done, I've done one shoot that was partial nude, Uh but you couldn't see anything. Yeah, yeah. If that made sense, Um, and that was a friend of mine. So I'm not seeking, and and it was her concept. So I'm, I'm like literally, I'm like, this is not something I'm seeking out. I don't seek out photo shoots that. Um, are, are rooted, the theme is, the concept is rooted in nudity. I don't seek out photoshoots shoots yeah. that the concept is rooted in bikini wear. Unless you are an entrepreneur whose business mm, is like bikini. making bikinis Right, you know what I'm saying? So I stay clear of that. And... Okay. Yeah, I think the person that I am just naturally provides comfort for people.
0: Yeah, so. that's interesting. I think Emma had a good question. I forgot it. Um... If I can remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, here's, a here's I guess, a creative question. Do you... What is the process of, you know, photographic storytelling? Do you know... Do you come up with the concept every time, and then you find models? Um, like you said with the instance with the nudity one, like your um, your friend had that concept itself. So what's that process like?
1: So... Um... So for work on like the storytelling side, for me or for I'm trying to get whatever message across, I'll come up with the concept. I'll make sure it's fine tuned. I'll try and find concept images. I'll try and find you know words that support um, the concept. For instance, this shoot that I did with Joseph in the summertime, um, it had a little bit of video work, but it was mainly. Um, film photography I came up with the concept I um came up with like the like what I wanted him to wear um I let him know the message the theme all that yeah yeah put it in a pretty little package told him about it and pretty then, little
0: package like a like a
1: powerpoint n- um kind of sometimes okay. <laughs> so that's your friend <laughs> So for Joseph, it was just a it was just a mood board and um, mm. some voice notes. But for my lock project that I did, it was very much like a PDF type of document. Okay. So it was like this is this is the message that I'm getting across. These are some sample images. And this is just like a disclaimer type of where these pictures will be seen. So if it's like a large project like that, you'll probably get a PDF. But if it's just like a one-person type basis, you'll probably just get a mood board.
0: Yeah, you heard. If you an amateur out there, mood board, <laughs> do the get the message, find some samples, <laughs> and then whatever that last thing you said was, just play it back. You know? <laughs> um, I have. It's not often I think I get to be very sensational, and I think I want to start getting a little more sensational mm-hmm. on the show. Um, the concept of nudity is funny, I guess. Um, what do you think about like? How do you feel about about the 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 visual marketplace? I guess in terms of, and I just came up with that. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna keep that forever. Visual marketplace, right? Cause yo, my boy, for example, got downloaded Instagram again after being off mm-hmm. for like a year, and immediately it's just a swarm of butt like like very nice but you know what I'm saying but you know what I'm talking about and he's an individual he just deleted it immediately because he's like I can't he can't do it it's too mm-hmm. much distraction mm-hmm. you get in there um, and the thing is though the, the visual marketplace isn't just made up of like isn't just tantalizing because of nudity I'm worried about sensationalization like on this podcast because I know like how I could just go into the gender topics and make and get pop. you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. But that's weird, and like, that's, it feels a little dishonest. Like, mm-hmm. unless it comes about naturally, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, so, in general, that's why, like, you know, I'm just curious. What do you, what have you, have you noted, have you observed anything notable in your time, you know, just studying visual marketing, like, and what, um, like, trends that you may or may not like, or things you think are working, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Anything comes to mind.
1: In regards to
0: oh, I started off with nudity. Um, what is, what in your experience what is the good and bad in the visual marketplace I mean what are the things that have distracted you um, or do you feel have inspired you
1: um, distractions I would say <laughs> distractions and inspiration both come from other photographers Okay. Um,
0: so you be following people who do the same thing you do
1: Yes, Um, yeah. My my Instagram, my photography Instagram is built heavily around other photographers that I want to learn from, or just people I feel bad for unfollowing. (laughs) 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 If I'm being honest, like there's no real reason I'm following you or I'm unfollowing you, and Uh, then like you're just a nice person. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like the distraction will come in days where. I'm feeling a bit insecure. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, and I'm just like, oh, they're so better than me. It's just like that comparison thing. So that's when the distraction comes up the most. Right. And then the inspiration comes in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this work is bomb. Like, I have to, I need to try and emulate that or try mm. and get like that good quality like that or get that message out there like the way that they did. So. And it all comes down to, like, how I'm feeling mm-hmm. during the day, during the week, or whatever. Like, sometimes, like, photographers can serve as both a distraction and an inspiration.
0: Damn. So how do you combat? Um, are there, do you have any practices for combating the enemy of joy, comparison, the devil?
1: Get off of social media.
0: Delete that shit.
1: Get off of social media, which goes back to how do you – survive in this business if social media wasn't a thing so once I started doing that comparison thing and the thief of joy I was just like all right Kincaid how is your business going to survive if Instagram didn't exist because some days Instagram cannot exist for you because this is not it's not healthy
0: so was part of the the journey trying to figure out how to balance like is that that at that point that's really work-life balance yeah okay Mm -hmm. all right have there what, what have been um now I'm getting back to the script. I went yeah. off script for a
1: minute,
0: <laughs> you know. That's what I get for trying to be sensational, bro. I just dropped the ball. I suck, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just gotta keep doing me. Um, what you call it? What have been some key moments of conflict um in your journey so far? Um wow. So
1: it's
0: It (laughs) started.
1: It started.
0: It started. It started.
1: Oh, my gosh. I can't even remember the year. I think I was still in high school. Mm. I think I was still in high school, or I was just a freshman. I I don't remember, but it's, it's funny because, like, my psyche is not trying to have me remember this part of my photography years, but...
0: Traumatic experience incoming.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it had to be, like, it had to be, like, freshman year or, like, senior year of high school. I used to work, excuse me, I used to work out of a studio in East Boston, and that was, like, my first time being in a studio. I didn't know anything about lights. I didn't, I didn't know much. Um, And that's what you get with working in a studio. But I had clients Yes, this had to be this had to be college because I used to work in my parents' dining room, mm-hmm. and then more clients wanted to be in a studio space, and I was like, "Oh, we can't work in my parents' dining room," <laughs> so I, I switched over to the studio, um, and I had like my first—I actually had my first theme shoot years ago. So the, you know how I was telling you about um, the events that I do. Yeah. I've yeah done that years ago but it was just um it was just different so it was like a 90s theme photo shoot people would come in for free just dress the theme and i'd take some pictures wow i cannot i forgot that i literally did that um so i've i've done this before so i didn't want other photographers there it was just models like this is because it's just my thing i don't know so it's just models, um, open to models. But other photographer, there was like a couple other photographers that came. And by the end of it, this photographer, he didn't even introduce himself. He just started ripping me a new one. Ripping. Yes, like he just started coming for me, and I was just like, "What oh was he like What?" He was just like, "Your work, um, your work can be a lot better. Why is this light pointing like this?" why do you have this position this way? Um, you didn't even do this. You didn't do that. Like, if you want to be better, you can come work for me, and I can teach you this and teach you that. It's a bad just,
0: way to get somebody on board. I'm I was real. just
1: like, sir, what is your name? And he was just talking, 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 I didn't even get a word in. This is by the end of it. He was like, yeah, I take my card and check out my work and blah, blah, blah. I go to his Instagram page, nudity. I'm like, I'm not learning from you. Like, yeah. you don't even do the work that I'm interested in. I don't care about that. So, and I'm like, your lighting looks cheesy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm just like, unless you're offering to help me, okay. But you, he literally sat back the entire time okay, and was just like, just snarky comments here, berating there. So that was the first conflict. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps going. But it's just subtle throughout the years. Second one, just not knowing not knowing who to get into business with.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And then, again, back to this whole lighting thing. Um, you'll get into spaces where they'll... Like, you'll rent studio spaces, and you might find somebody that helps you. You might not. And I get it. Like, I'm a photographer. I should know what I'm doing, which I do. But... Not, like, now now but back then I did too like I'm I'm supposed to know how to work this camera I know how to work this camera yeah, but yeah. now I'm stepping into an environment that's unfamiliar to me I should be able to ask a question or two and not yeah. feel
0: I know what you mean you, you know have I mean? like a base level knowledge like you, you have what you need to learn more you know what I mean right okay.
1: right and I'm very like recept, open learner or whatever but yeah so and the conflict always is like surrounded about surrounded um, around like what you didn't know,
0: what you didn't know, yeah. Okay. And
1: sometimes, being in this industry, people don't make you feel good
0: about what you don't know. Exactly. You know, is it is it a very um, status driven business, like ego driven business? It can be. Um, Cause I, in my experience in life, in academia, people are usually like that when. They've had to work really hard, or like when part of their job is like is contingent on um, them being better than somebody else. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, rather than I'm good at this and you're good at that, mm-hmm. let's just both be really good at different things and be the best at those. Mm-hmm. Because man does nudity, but you you are um, a black woman visualizer, right? That's what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like there's a market for that, but there's a market for this. And that's why, you know what I mean? Um, man, fuck that guy. <laughs> like um, okay, okay. But like
1: instances like that, if you don't if you don't have thick skin, it can easily push you back five years. Wow. It can easily wow. push you back. So that one instance, I was I think I was down and out for like a week, not too long. It was down for a week. But I was I was down and out for a little bit. Um, but I I just chalked it up to wrong studio. Like that was in the studio space. I should have been working in. Mm got to find another studio. Um, I never put the camera down. Clearly. We're Uh, here. Right. Right. So, but eventually I'm at the year. I'm just like, you know, some people are right. Like there are some things, excuse me. If you want to call yourself a professional, there are some things. You need to. In the list that you need to know. Not,
0: not everyone's shitting on you. Right. Yeah. Right. Are you gonna say more?
1: No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> how how
0: have you um how have you managed to to manage your ego in that? Because I feel like deciphering through who's giving you sound advice and who's not, mm. and you know what I mean, is a lot of ego management at mm. times. You know what I mean? How have you felt about that?
1: I choose to not surround myself or I purposely don't go into spaces where I feel like someone else's ego will be a threat to me um interesting yeah so there's some people that i will take advice from through and through have no problem being the student and then there's other people who i'm just like yeah you might be good but i don't like your character so i don't care what you're saying to me yeah um
0: catch more flies with honey
1: yeah so it's like I, and I also don't see myself as, like, the best or anything like that. I, I have a lot to offer, but I don't see myself as the best. Um, and I always want to make sure that I'm teachable, I'm coachable. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll always. And I don't care if you are somebody who has less experience than me or more experience than me. Anyone can be my teacher. Mm-hmm. Anyone.
0: Anyone. That's good. That's good. I, I find it... Um, this, this happens with with people who are older than me. Yeah, I'm an, I'm gonna sound like an arrogant asshole right now. <laughs> I'm right a lot of the time, <laughs> um, but it, it's it's such a way that like you know, uh, 23 year old, pro, you look at me, people are like he probably hasn't lived much life. You know, he's 23, he's young, mm-hmm. whatever the hell. But then it's like I'm I'm like you probably shouldn't be doing that, and like why are you telling me that? <laughs> and I'm like. Because, like, just give it five minutes. Right,
1: right, You know what right. I mean?
0: And then it's like, you know, people are very prone to um, estimating with their eyes, mm. and that's a bad way to estimate sometimes. Mm. Some people, the eye test isn't always going to work for something. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't eye somebody's wisdom or intelligence. Um, you know what I'm saying? And I'm mad stupid at other things. Don't get it <laughs> twisted. You know what I mean? Um, just got to leave that out there. What what have been, um, what have been some revelations or yeah, revelations aha moments in your in your experience so far as a photographer?
1: Uh, I think releasing my first book, and I say first because there'll be plenty others. You released a book? Yeah, I did.
0: You know, I was looking <laughs> at your shit before this, and I didn't notice there was a book.
1: Oh, it's pinned. You can't miss it. Nice cap. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's been, I, I but careful. I will say, I will say, I haven't um, talked about it a lot recently because there's some things coming out that'll support it. So I'm just like...
0: You're working on materials for it? Yeah, yeah, morning. yeah. So All like right.
1: the book is out, but there's other things that will be out soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time this releases, I don't Things will be out. So like I have um, some merch that I'm working on um, and then videos um that i did in correlation with the book that i'll be releasing as mm-hmm. well um and yeah some like more video shoots more photo shoots like like just more yeah. so like i said there's there's probably i haven't really been talking about it much
0: no for sure what is what is in it what's is it a photo book
1: yeah so like i said so back in april this was my Uh Aha, like I can't be creating for Instagram all the time. Um, I did a shoot called Locked in Luxury.
0: Locked in Luxury? Yes.
1: So I I had a couple of people come who had locks. Um, oh right! <laughs> I, see, I see that
0: coming. I like that.
1: Um, and I have locks under here, by the way, because <laughs> yeah. I'm like it, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, they came. We took some pictures, some group pictures, some individual pictures, and the purpose for that is to make you feel comfortable in your skin, make you feel comfortable with your crown, like because locks have been demonized for yeah. so long. So I'm trying to switch the narrative. So I released those pictures. It was great. La 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 la. But I was like. That's not enough. No, nah, no. Nah. So with this lock book, I sat down with 15 people um, who either just started locks or have been had their locks for a few years, um, what have you. Every different style of lock. Not every different, because there's there's so many, but a um, few different style, style of locks. Not one person looks the same in that book. We had a conversation, um, the video part, and we took some pictures. And then I put that together with you know, what they describe locks to be and then some of their pictures and put into a book. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is my first piece of art that'll be something tangible, something physical for people to have. Um, I like that. Yeah, that surrounds itself um, Uh through locks. So right now it's just pushing the good narrative, the good scripts about what locks are um, to a community about what locks are. To each individual that yeah. I've worked with,
0: that's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's funny. I remember when ebooks and shit were coming out. Everyone thought print was dead.
1: It's not. It's not dead. It's guys. not.
0: We, we need. We need to hold it in our hands, and we need a reason to get off our phones.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And art honestly saves lives. And so every aha moment that I have surrounds itself with like the tangibility of my art or mm-hmm. art in general. Um, so that that definitely. Is my first one, and that definitely like pushes me to keep creating work that can surround itself in conversations mm. or exist on somebody's wall or somebody's bookshelf.
0: Okay, okay. Um, yeah, you know, I have to stop like going for longer than necessary. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No problem. Because I think I have that. I just want to keep going. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's okay. But last, last question. I might have some follow ups depending on what you say. Um, how long? As you graduated in twenty twenty, yes, and it's now twenty twenty three. Um, you went. I was surprised also that you went straight for like you. You just went straight for the studio space after college. Yeah,
1: kind of. Not really.
0: Yeah, you said you were going straight for something after college. And was it just you were just gonna go hard on this?
1: Uh, it was not the plan. It was, um, this wasn't the plan. This was not the plan. I'm stunned. What uh,
0: was the, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was the plan. No,
1: this was not the. This was not the plan. What's the plan? Um, what
0: was the plan? And why so did it change? COVID. Uh, ah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So,
1: junior year. I forgot that happened. Bro. Yeah, in 2020, junior year, and my mom can attest to this. I was like graduate i'm gonna move to new york work at a marketing agency do photography on the side life's gonna be great like that was my timeline that was my plan then the pandemic happened and we go home for a bit no jobs or hiring um i did live at home i did freelance for a little bit but i didn't freelance photography uh, that was when I was like, I'm not going to do much photography because of the equipment that I had. And you're probably like, what? No, equipment matters. <laughs> I, I overused that camera that I was working with. So I was like, I'm not taking any clients with this camera anymore. Time out. So um, I did like freelance, like social media management. And I was good at that. I did like websites and Instagram, Facebook, like revamp, blah, 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 blah. So much so that I worked for somebody out here, and um, like I, I would take clients through them, or whatever. I did that for a bit. I was like not paying as much as I wanted to. This was before the whole Rails thing and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and UGC, like before all of that. Um, so I worked as a audiovisual technician at Northeastern. I did mm-hmm. audiovisual technician at PC for four years, so I was like, I can do this, no problem. Again, not what I wanted to do, but it it paid. Um, I hated that, mm-hmm. but I needed like, but it allowed me to do photography again. I was on Facebook one day. I think there was this page called Plugged In Mass. Somebody was trying to look for a photographer to rent out their space with. Um, I think I was paying like four hundred bucks. I was a little eh about it at first because I'm meeting somebody off of Facebook but the studio was right at the train station mm-hmm. so i can get off the train park my car outside the studio take clients yeah so um, i did that for a bit that was great yeah but then that studio fell through mhm just wrong partnership um um but it allowed me to like get some new equipment learn a little it bit it got you rolling yeah it got me started got me rolling and i was like I got to find a studio space. Like, my clients think... Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: it's okay. It happens. Oh,
1: gosh. Um, my clients think I have a studio. I need to deliver.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So... You did the I speak Spanish on my resume, so now you're on Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I was working out of a studio in Boston for a little bit. Still learning lighting, learning lighting, learning lighting. And then um, I quit my job. I was unemployed for some time that allowed me to develop my business a little bit. So like website, logos, branding, pricing. So that gave me some time to do that. And again, I was still like, I need a studio, I need a studio, I need a studio. So I went on Craigslist and I found this, I had no intention on moving to Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. Did I like it? Yes. Um, did I want to move to New York? I did, but then pandemic, and it was just not the right move.
0: I think Rhode Island is a wave. But
1: it is. It is. And I was just like... I've been like,
0: telling people, they don't believe me, but...
1: <laughs> I love Brockton. I do. And I loved living at home for free. But yeah, that's great. I needed to step out of my parents' Rent house. Rent sucks. Exactly. And I needed this studio space. Um, and I needed to be in a, in a city mm-hmm. um, where... The creative scene is propelling. Again, I love Brockton. I'm from Brockton. I'll read Brockton until I die. But it just wasn't fulfilling enough on the creative side. So, I got this studio space. I literally gave up my last dime yeah. for the. I wouldn't tell anyone that, but don't. It, no. We There's we <laughs> we're here now. TMI. Yeah. Right. Um. And I'm, I'm, I've been making it work mm-hmm. ever since. I've been here for two years now, um, and it's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. Okay, wasn't okay. part of the plan, but I'm glad like yeah. it came about.
0: I is really, how have you transformed? And how have you changed as a person throughout your um, last three years of business? Really.
1: Hmm. Uh, I've been. I think I've. I feel like I've been a lot more relaxed and a lot less anxious.
0: You've yeah. become more relaxed and less anxious? Yeah. I've actually heard from entrepreneurs usually it's the opposite. Their life is more stressful. Okay. No. Tell me about that. No.
1: Um, first of all, I cannot. I cannot have stress in my life, period. Like, yeah. business or not, like, I can't. I can't deal with it. Um, once you get your systems down and you become organized and you know you know your goals, mm-hmm. things become a lot less stressful.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: that's what's happened for me. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect and everything on the back end looks beautiful, but I have a system right now that works for me and doesn't add stress onto my life.
0: All right. Could you talk a little bit more about that real quick, though? I, I've heard um, s- system be used before. Um, you said systems, you know what I'm saying? Not just system, mm-hmm. right? And usually I, I find that most people don't apply it to like their personal self, like a system, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Could you expand, like, you know, you built systems, systems, you know what I'm yeah. saying?
1: So in terms of personally, the systems that I've built for myself is just like, are you simple stuff? Are you getting to the gym? Are you okay. seeing the daylights? Are you drinking water? Are you reading? Are you spending time with family? Are you in community? Mm-hmm. Those are the things that I got going on personally to make sure that side is fulfilled and driven.
0: It's like your personal and your health system. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. but in terms of business, I technically run two sides. I manage a studio and I manage my clients. Um, manage my clients. So when I when it comes to the business systems, how are how are you communicating with clients? How are you taking in bookings? How are you doing your meetings? What schedule do you have set up to do your editing? Um, mm-hmm. uh, how are you answering emails? Like there's a lot of stuff okay. that comes into play, and other companies have somebody for each thing that I just listed. I'm a one person rodeo. Rodeo.
0: You got you gotta you gotta
1: have systems.
0: You gotta have systems. Okay. All right, no. Damn. Um I had another question. I just <laughs> I had stays happening to me. That's what happens when I don't have a you know I forgot.
1: pad <laughs> I have no pen and I
0: grabbed the wrong notebook today. Um luckily I had those four questions on lock. Anything, you know, that's really all I got do you want to leave us with any, any final words, any final remarks for the good people of the world?
1: Um, I would say if you are someone that looks like me and you're a creative, you deserve to be in the room. You deserve um, any client that you secure, um, any opportunity that comes your way. You deserve it, no matter how much time you've put into it. Anything that comes to you, you deserve. It's yours. Take it with grace. Um, Don't give up. (laughs) Please don't give up. Like There's going to be some days where you want to give up. Just take a nap.
0: (laughs) Just take a nap. Just
1: take a nap. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no. And then to you and your team, thank you for having me and listening and Putting this out there?
0: Yo, man, of course, bro. You know, <laughs> you, you are you actually are a role model, Kincaid. You asked that question earlier. I know I'm not your little brother, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, you know, it is a it is a truth that I I also try to take lessons from everybody. Yeah. And I mean, in that way I try to make everybody a teacher. hmm Um, for myself. So like, yo, even even Kincaid, you when I was a freshman, you were a senior, something like that? Or
1: something like junior.
0: You graduated in 2020, right? Yeah. yeah. so you were. You were a senior when I was a freshman.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, wow, wow. <laughs> and I just remember you managing the club, and we had a thriving year. Mm-hmm. And then you graduate, and you just keep on managing, mm-hmm. and like, you know, build. You're building stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you know what I mean. You know, I'm just happy to see it, bro. And I'm happy to to put that shit out there. You know what I mean? Come, come get your photos, um, visual, K, wait, cam, visual. visuals.
1: I know, it's okay. On Instagram, it's backwards because the name wasn't available. Y'all hate. <laughs> so when people like, visual, but, uh, wait, it's okay. It's okay. And now you know why
0: I'm development mode on Instagram. <laughs> um, ah, yo, that's a wrap. Thank you.